All our lives, we're programmed from buying into other people's beliefs and limiting views of the world, and then we make them our own truths. Extraordinary Life Podcast is here to offer new perspectives that serve you and obliterate the ones that don't. Are you going to let other people's limits hold you back from your extraordinary life? Hey, Jennifer Merrifield here. Welcome back. This is episode seven of Extraordinary Life Podcast. And today I want to share a valuable swap for the word problem that I think you might really like. And we are going back to the 70s for a little story. So here's the scene. I'm about seven years old and I'm wearing my favorite brown polyester plaid bell bottoms. And I'm sitting cross-legged on the carpet for story time in Mrs. Fraser's grade two class. So she's reading a story about a fish. And I don't actually remember the story, but I there was definitely a fish because I was sitting there quietly minding my own business, <laughs> happily mimicking a fish. So picture like puppy cheeks and big eyes, squishy lips, and like you're trying to make bubble <laughs> trying to make bubble noises. I know bubbles don't make noise, but that's what I was doing. Innocent, yes, totally innocent. Dorky, absolutely. But did I care? No, not at first, not really. Not until the kid next to me turns, sort of sits up straight and tilts her head to the side, opens her <laughs> opens her eyes and starts blinking and goes, what is your problem? <laughs> Think about the uh at the end that she says it really quickly and then leave your mouth open and just blink a couple of times before you move. That's what she did. So obviously I deflated my fish face and I momentarily thought, you know, like, do I have a problem? And, and what would that be? I kind of got self-conscious. And honestly, like, it's hilarious visualizing the scene in memory, especially with those crazy pants. Um, but the saddest part is that I didn't continue the fish mockery. And, and even though it was fun and I was enjoying it and I was not caring what anyone else thought, I was just in the moment. And that's exactly the reason why I stopped because of the judgment that I perceived from this girl. Now it didn't destroy me. Don't worry. It was just a kid with no malicious intent and I'm not harboring any bad feelings, but it could have been an issue. It could have been, uh, something that I carried with me. I just really wanted to point out how the word problem can be misused or misinterpreted. As adults, we hear the word problem being used a lot. We just kind of lightly throw it around in sentences. And But think about the intensity when someone says, I have a problem with something. My health, my boss, getting dates, lactose, I have a problem sleeping, I have a problem with this person, I have a problem when people do this, fill in the blank. Now replace the word with, this is the magic word, this is, this is the good part. Replace that word in any scenario with the word challenge. I have a challenge. Challenge implies something that can be dealt with and worked on and resolved. So that means it's open to solutions. Problems seem somehow more permanent and critical, like there's something fundamentally wrong going on, either with the person that has the problem, the person who's stating it, when we look at our so-called problems and view them as challenges though, the energy around it all becomes more manageable and more open to solutions, doesn't it? Because words have charge. Words have energy, you know, either that makes us uh, feel good or not feel good about it. The dictionary defines problem as a thing that is difficult to achieve, 
unwelcome uh, situation that's harmful and needs to be dealt with. Like how, what's the energy around those words? It doesn't feel good, does it? Whereas the word challenge is defined as a task or situation that tests someone's abilities. I mean, even just the word abilities is, you know, we're able. It's, there's a solution finding right there. It sounds more manageable, doesn't it? And less judgy if it's my challenge versus my problem. Honestly, slight shifts in language can be one of your best tools for creating ease in your life. And this is just one example. There are so many uh, different words that, that you can get this kind of benefit from. But I want you to notice how often you use the word problem and empower yourself, like cancel it in, you know, in mid-sentence and swap it out for the word challenge and, and see how different it feels for you. And honestly, if you're a manager, if you're leading a team or even working in a team with other people, this is a really great um exercise to observe. Notice when it's said, you know, what kind of charge and tone is around the word, what emotions come up for the person who uses it or for the other people involved. You know, if you're saying it, are you saying it, um, you know, in a stressful way? Are you saying it to people, to yourself? Are you, you know, sort of what's going on and how do you feel about that? You know, is there more worry and stress? Oh my God, this is bad. Or is it more empowerment and stepping up to find solutions? The other thing too is to think about as a parent, it's an amazing tool to teach our children to see issues in life as challenges versus problems, to teach them how to think, not what to think, to teach them to be empowered to look for solutions versus look for fault and problems and blaming and sources of issues. I mean, obviously it's good to recognize the source of an issue to avoid a future repeat, but it's going to happen in a much healthier and more productive way coming from this kind of positive perspective. Oftentimes, the thought pattern that follows finding a problem goes into what or who's to blame, what's the source, where does the fault go before coming up with solutions, if at all. And that's going to deflate people's confidence. It's going to lower their openness to creative thinking, especially when the problem is addressed with criticism or anger, right? Whereas challenge tends to lead thoughts to more of a solution finding process. How can we make this right or fix it? Co-creation, ideas, brainstorming, it's forward focus, right? That feels better for everyone. So as of right now, you no longer have any problems. You only have challenges. There's a load off, right? Have a good time being the detective with this. I believe in you. Thanks so much for listening. Hit subscribe if you don't want to miss any episodes. I also have a weekly newsletter that you can sign up on my website. You can also come and find me on Instagram and get some more mindset tips and tools. In the meantime, this is Jennifer Merrifield, personal excellence mentor and coach, wishing you an extraordinary day.